You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Friday, December the 1st, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The family of Arye Zalmanovich, aged 85, who was abducted to Gaza in the October 7th Hamas attack, has been notified that he was murdered in Hamas captivity. Zalmanovich, among the founders of Kibbutz near Oz, was a father of two and grandfather of five. Several weeks ago, Hamas released a video showing him alive, but also raising significant concerns regarding his condition. The rocket fire from the Gaza Strip toward Israel that began this morning with launches toward Sderot, Ashkelon, and the Gaza periphery continues. In one of the barrages in the course of the day, a rocket struck a car on Kibbutz Shara Negev, burning it. There have been no reported injuries. The IDF resumed its military offensive in the Gaza Strip this morning after a week-long truce after the Hamas terror group broke the ceasefire, firing rockets into Israel and failing to provide a list of hostages it intended to release today by 7 a.m. Israeli fighter aircraft have been striking Hamas targets in the Gaza Strip. Palestinians reported artillery shelling and exchanges of fire. Palestinians also said that the IDF resumed drone activity over the Gaza Strip, which had been suspended entirely in the southern part of the enclave during the truce, and for several hours each day during the ceasefire in the northern part of the Strip. The rocket fire in Israel renewed shortly before 6 a.m. At 7 a.m., the truce was set to expire, and Israel said Habas had not conveyed a list of captives to free today under the terms of the agreement mediated by Qatar, the United States, and Egypt. The Prime Minister's office said in a statement, Hamas violated the truce framework and did not meet its obligations to free all the captive women today, and launched rockets at Israeli citizens. With the resumption of fighting, we stress, the government of Israel is committed to achieving the war aims, releasing its hostages, eliminating Hamas, and ensuring Hamas no longer poses a threat to residents of Israel. International media outlets reported that despite the resumption of combat, there were ongoing negotiations through mediators on the release of hostages. A senior Israeli source told Khan, that if the women who are still held captive by Hamas are released, there will be a pause of one day. The source also said that Israel anticipates several days of fighting until Hamas expresses interest in freeing captives. Negotiations under fire. Hamas is invited to present a list of 10 women, and then we can consider a day's lull in accordance with the agreement that was signed. The deputy leader of Hamas in Gaza, Khalil al-Haya, has claimed that Israel rejected a proposal from the group to release older captives in exchange for older security prisoners. He also claimed that Israel passed on a list of female soldiers held captive. At this time, Hamas opposes the initiative. Earlier, sources in Hamas said Israel bears responsibility for the resumption of the war. Hamas also accused the United States of bearing responsibility for war crimes in Gaza. In light of the developments and following a situation assessment, the IDF Home Front Command revised its directives for parts of the country in the Lachish, Coastal Plain, and Gushdan, Tel Aviv regions. Educational activities may only be held in locations where it is possible to reach a shelter in the required time. Eight Israeli captives were released last night in the 7th Pulse. Some 140 hostages remain in Hamas captivity. 
Also last night, Israel released from jail 30 Palestinian security prisoners. President Isaac Herzog has spoken with the Emir of Qatar, Tamim bin Hamid Al Thani, and shook his hand along the sidelines of the annual UN climate conference taking place in the United Arab Emirates. A con reporter says the encounter was photographed, and this is the first image of the Sheikh with a senior Israeli official. The friendly fire shooting death of Yuval Kasselman, the armed civilian who helped neutralize two terrorists who carried out yesterday's attack in Jerusalem. The IDF has decided it will not open an investigation against the two IDF soldiers who shot Castleman, whom they mistook for a terrorist. Israeli security forces operating in Judea and Samaria overnight arrested 15 wanted Palestinians. They also seized weapons, inciting materials, and terror funds. Prominent political scientist Shlomo Avineri has died at the age of 90. Born in Poland, Avineri was an Israel Prize laureate, a world-renowned political science professor at the Hebrew University of Jerusalem, and a former director general of Israel's foreign ministry. Finally, this announcement, due to the security situation and as a service to the religiously observant, the Khan Moreshet station will operate as a quiet channel over the Sabbath, broadcasting only siren alerts if necessary. The range for the alerts is nationwide. It is, is possible to open the IDF home front command portal on a home computer and define geographic areas for alerts. The weather outlook, no significant change. Tomorrow warmer, Sunday hot for the time of year. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 18, Tel Aviv and Beersheba 23, Haifa 20, and in Eilat going up to 40 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.